This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's partly cloudy, 27 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Tuesday. It's the 18th of January, 2022. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And we will see clouds move in throughout the day today. We'll have an afternoon high close to 60. Tonight, cloudy skies, a low of 43. Wednesday, we've got a 40% chance of showers throughout the day. We'll have a high temperature of 53. That'll be midday, about 11 o'clock in the morning. We'll see the temperature fall into the low 40s by late afternoon. And overnight Wednesday, mostly cloudy, a low of 20 with a wind chill as low as 12. As that front comes in, colder weather on Thursday and Friday. Sunny skies, but highs only in the mid-30s. Overnight lows in the teens. Right now, partly cloudy, 27 at the KVOM studios. And let's take a moment to congratulate our employee of the day, Janet Dilbeck at Harris Funeral Home. Taking a look at obituary announcements this morning, John Albert Dirks, age 86, of Moralton, died Saturday, January 15th. He grew up and attended high school and junior college in Mississippi, working for his father's logging, sawmill, and pulpwood company. After college, he and his father started a sawmill with a planer in California. He later worked for a logger in the California coastal Redwood and Douglas Fir region. While in California, he attended the University of California at Berkeley for a semester before returning to his home state to earn a Bachelor of Science degree in forest production and management from Mississippi State University. He then went to work for the U.S. Forest Service in different districts around the country, was involved with the Society of American Foresters, Technical Association of the Pulp and Paper Industry, American Pulpwood Association, and Arkansas Forestry Association. He joined Green Bay Packaging as a district procurement forester in the Boonville-Waldron area, then moved to Moralton as Green Bay's manager of land development, served as supervisor of woods chipping and company logging operations, then became a chip and wood fuel procurement manager. He attended Mount Pleasant Baptist Church and is survived by his wife of 43 years, Patsy Ann Johnson-Dirks, daughter Natalie Kirby, stepson Mike Sandifer, five granddaughters and two great-granddaughters, and one great-grandson as well as a sister-in-law. Visitation is tonight from 6 until 7 at Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Burial of John Albert Dirks will be held Thursday afternoon at 2.30 at Crystal Springs, Mississippi Cemetery. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Nathan Zachary McMullen, age 40, died Monday, January 10th. A memorial service will be held Friday, January 21st, 4 to 6 p.m. at Bob Neal and Sons Chapel in Moralton. The family requests donations be made in lieu of flowers to First Security Bank, account name listed as Zach McMullen Memorial Donation Fund. Arrangements are by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Larry Bruce Treadwell, age 59, of Lowell, died on Saturday, January 15th. Visitation will be this morning at 11 o'clock with services at 1 p.m. at Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home Chapel in Moralton. Burial will follow at Adams Cemetery in Lanny. In lieu of flowers, the family encourages donations be made to the Circle of Life Hospice Home at Legacy Village in Bentonville. Arrangements are by Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton and Conway. Hal Thomas Walker, age 65, of Plummerville, died Friday, January 14th. Graveside service will be today, 2 p.m., at Plummerville Cemetery with Brother Wes Brown officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Tina Denise Spires Zachary, age 55, of Perryville, died Friday, January 14th. Visitation will be Thursday, January 20th, 
6 to 8 p.m. at Bob Neal & Sons Funeral Home Chapel. Funeral service will be Friday, January 21st at 2 p.m. at Temple Baptist Church in Perryville, with Brother Will Doty officiating. Burial will be at McGee Cemetery in Perryville by Bob Neal & Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. 7.35, it's partly cloudy, 27 degrees at the KVOM studios, on our way to a high of 59 with clouds moving in. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 737, partly cloudy and 27 degrees at the KVOM studios. The start of the new year has been a busy time at the Conway County Care Center. Spokesperson Charles Spivey reports that earlier this month, the center set a record for food distribution on a single day. On a Tuesday, we had a record number of families to come in for food. We had 74 families. And if you equate that to pounds of food, it's close to two tons of food given out in a five-hour period. Spivey says the recent Harvest of Hope food drive has helped the care center manage the additional requests for assistance, but that food has just about been depleted. Even though we had Harvest of Hope and we received 9,280 items in the, in the Harvest of Hope, which was extremely good since we weren't able to hit the streets like we normally do, that's pretty well gone. We've already handed that out. So we still have this need for donations of non-perishable foods. Donations may be dropped off at the care center any Tuesday, Wednesday, or Friday from 9 a.m. till 2 p.m. Food is distributed in the thrift stores open only on Tuesdays and Fridays from 9 to 2. Low testing numbers from the weekend resulted in a decline in active cases of coronavirus in Arkansas Monday. In its daily update, the Department of Health reported 3,600 new cases of the virus statewide, with a decrease of just over 3,000 in the number of active cases. Just three new deaths were recorded Monday, but the number of hospitalizations continues to go up, with 35 more reported on Monday than on Sunday. Locally, 27 new cases were reported in Conway County, and the number of active cases declined by six for the day to 801. There were no classes held in the South Conway County School District yesterday for the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. This morning, the district is reporting that 54 students have currently tested positive. There are 174 students and 15 staff members that are currently in quarantine. Perry County had 49 new cases reported Monday with an increase of 42 in the number of active cases to 297. Vaccine distribution was scarce Monday with fewer than 2,000 doses administered statewide Nearly half of those doses given were booster doses, and the health department says 491,384 Arkansans have now received a booster shot. The Best Care Training, a professional development course that reaches thousands of Arkansas child care professionals annually, will be offered virtually and in person in 2022. Family and consumer science agents with the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture plan to conduct 35 Best Care trainings from January to May this year. Best Care is offered free statewide through the Division's Cooperative Extension Service 
in partnership with the Arkansas Division of Child Care and Early Childhood Education. The program began in 1997 as a pilot program and has been funded by the Arkansas DCCECE since 1999. The program also receives funding from the Arkansas Department of Education's Arkansas Better Chance program. The training provides professional development to about 2,000 child care professionals annually. Locally, Conway County agent Shannon Autry says an in-person course is scheduled for February 26th in the Workforce Training Center at the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton. It's a five-county joint effort. Coleman County, Faulkner County, Perry County, Pope, and Yale. We all team up to do it together. We do it on a Saturday, and we knock out all 10 of those hours in one day. So it's a long day, um, but get lots taken care of and then you don't have to worry about trying to find a big chunk of hours in other places and again it's completely free for our providers best care training topics for this year include growing young gardeners healthy habits nutrition and fitness practices steam and outdoor learning infant care and self-regulation when accidents happen basic first aid child care prepared disaster preparedness music and early learning making a clean sweep, effective communication, and playground safety. Autry says letters will be sent to all local child care facilities and registration will be opening soon for the training course in Moralton. Blood supplies across the country are running critically low. To do its part to ensure life-saving blood, plasma, and platelets are readily available for patients in need, State Farm is helping raise awareness about National Blood Donor Month. The company encourages everyone to schedule a donation appointment in January. Locally, Nemo Vista High School has a blood drive scheduled for Tuesday, January 25th from 8.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. You can also donate anytime at the Arkansas Blood Institute Donor Center in Russellville. During National Blood Donor Month, Arkansas Blood Institute is offering a new COVID-19 antibody test for donors. To schedule an appointment to donate, visit ARKBI.org. The Little Rock VA office is reminding veterans of a virtual claims clinic coming up January 27th from 4 to 6. If you'd like to reserve a time slot, veterans need to call 501-370-3829 by January 26th. Markets were closed on Monday for the Martin Luther King Jr. federal holiday, so we do not have a business report to pass along to you. Let's check our community calendar for you now. Due to COVID issues... Waste Management's residential trash collection in the city of Moralton will run one day behind this week. The Perry County Extension Service is offering a series of beginning farmer classes via Zoom. Two classes will be held this week, one tonight and one Thursday night. The first class on sustainable crop production focusing on crops and nutrition is tonight at 6. It's $10. And the second class focusing on planning and rotations will be held Thursday night at 6. It's also $10. To register, visit farmandfoodsystem.uada.edu slash classes. The Town of Menifee will have a second public budget hearing on the 2022 proposed budgets for the Town of Menifee, tonight at 5.30 at Menifee Town Hall. Masks are required for attendees, temperature checks will be taken, and everyone is asked to observe six-foot social distancing. Revival services at Hattieville Baptist Church that were scheduled tonight and Wednesday have been canceled. The Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce will hold a ribbon cutting for CT Church Moralton, located next to North Plaza Cinema, 
Thursday morning at 10. The Wonderview School Board meets Thursday night at 6 in the boardroom, and the Plummerville Lodge of Freemasons will meet Thursday night at 7. Thank you for trusting KVOM and our Morning News Watch to keep you updated on what's happening in your local community. And you know, if you're ever unable to hear our newscast at 7.30, just use your mobile device to subscribe to our free weekday morning News Watch podcast. It's available from all popular podcast services like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart. You can visit the KVOM page on SoundCloud. It's available through our website, kvom.com and by clicking the Featured button on our app. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Coming up on 745, a little later on, Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer will stop by for a visit. That'll be on our close-up segment here on the radio and on Facebook Live. Eric Tyler's on the way next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 746 now on KVOM with Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Sophomore Emerson Holzman scored 15 points, and senior Annerese Jones followed with 12 as Sacred Heart's senior girls basketball team rolled to a 59 16. 1A4 conference victory over Scranton on the road Monday night. With that win, the Lady Knights improved their record to 10 and 8 overall. 4-4 four four in conference played. Senior boys got 18 points and 11 rebounds from junior Jack Poole and 15 points from junior Avery Pettengill, but lost to the Rockets 56-55. Fall to 2-6 in conference play. Sacred Heart won the junior girls game. Sacred Heart is scheduled to return to action Friday night at Guy Perkins, and games will broadcast live on KVON. Marlton's senior high basketball teams are scheduled to be back in action tonight for 4-4 four conference games against Clarksville at Devil Dog Arena. University action starts at 4.30 p.m. with the varsity girls game to start around 6 o'clock, followed by the varsity boys. And we'll have the broadcast of the two varsity games for you live right here on KVOM FM 101.7, online at KVOM.com and on the KVOM app starting around 6 o'clock. Wonderview scheduled to play 1A4 conference games at Western Hill County tonight. Junior girls at 5 p.m. followed by senior girls and senior boys. Nemo Vista has 1A4 conference games scheduled tonight at Mount Vernon Enola. Senior boys game, though, has been postponed Junior girls and senior girls will both play starting with junior girls game at 5 o'clock. This week's Arkansas Sports Media High School Basketball Poll once again has Wonderview's boys as the number one team in Class 1A. There's no change in the top five this week as the Daredevils are followed by County Line, Mark Tree, West Sagres, Ferry, and the New School. Marlton's boys received just one vote this week in the Class 4A poll. The top five teams in that classification are unchanged this week with Farmington at number one, followed by Magnolia, Blytheville, Arkadelphia, and Fountain Lake. In the girls' poll, Marlton received eight votes but dropped out of the top five. Farmington is the top-ranked girls' team in Class 4A, followed by Southside Batesville, Nashville, Gentry, and Lone Oak. In Class 1A girls, one of you dropped from a number four ranking to a tie for the fifth spot with Dermont. Teams ahead of the Lady Daredevils this week are Norfolk, Mount Vernon, Nola, Mammoth Spring, and Kirby. Fresh off a road win over number 12 LSU, the Arkansas Razorback men's basketball team returns home to face South Carolina tonight in Bud Walton Arena. Tip-off at 6 p.m. with live coverage on our sister station, 99.3 The Eagle. 
Lucy Ebay had another big game of 16 points and 16 rebounds, but the University of Central Arkansas women's team lost to Lipscomb 63-54 at an A-Sun conference game on Monday afternoon in Conway. Now 1-2 and two in league play, the Sugar Bears will host Jacksonville State on Wednesday. The UCA men play host to Jacksonville State in the Ferris Center tonight. Tip-off at 7 p.m. with pregame coverage starting at 6.45 on our sister station, 92.7 Jack FM. Look at weather now on this Tuesday. And for our forecast, a uh, reminder that our low temperature this morning was 25 degrees. High yesterday was 52. A year ago today, the low was 23 with a high of 63. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year is 4.73 inches. Sunset this evening at 524. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 718. And forecast calls for partly sunny skies today. Afternoon high near 59 degrees with increasing clouds tonight, low around 44. And then we'll see cooler temperatures the rest of the week. High near 54 tomorrow, but that'll be likely in the morning, then cooling in the mid-40s most of the day. With chance of rain tomorrow, slight chance in the morning, 50% chance for the afternoon, and then mostly cloudy skies Wednesday night. Low down to 20 degrees, and then we'll have highs only in the mid-30s Thursday and Friday with overnight lows falling into the teens by Thursday night. Right now, we've got fair skies and 31 degrees in Marlton, 10 minutes in front of 8 o'clock. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Going on our close-up segment this morning by Marlton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer and his monthly visit with us. So good morning, Mayor. Good morning, Eric. All right, Dan. We are into, of course, 2022. A lot of of things to catch up on going on in the city, but I guess first let's talk about about COVID because we've got uh, a lot of cases out there right now. So we need everyone to be, be careful. 801, I think, uh, right now. <clears throat> 356 was about the highest we got the last go-around, yep. so you can see that it's almost close to tripled from that. So, yep. you know, we're just asking everybody to be be safe, do what's right, wear the mask when required. You know, please social distance. If you don't have to get out and do things, you know, if you don't don't get in large groups if you don't have to to, keep, to get this down. I feel like. And maybe about a month, these numbers will start going down as yep. fast as they went up. Yep. Because they, we've been doing about a hundred a day, which we we didn't do that before. Yep. But uh, and it's it's now it's just about in everybody's family, so that makes it hard when your circle mm-hmm. that you're trying to protect gets you know invaded. Then it's hard. It's hard. Like I've my little grandson, three year old, got it from you know little lamb. So yep. you know it's hard to once it gets in your little circle, it's hard to keep it out. Yep. Oh, yeah. It is definitely rampant out there right now. So, uh, do our certainly do our part to uh, get those numbers down as soon as we can. Uh, but numbers that are uh, other numbers that are up, which is a good thing. The sales tax revenue and finished uh, 2021 real strong in that area. Our sales tax was up just a little over four hundred thousand dollars, and 
And, you know, uh, last two years, we're, we're approaching soon two years of COVID. COVID's been good to Marlton in, in some respects as far as people staying at home, shopping local. And, and that's a direct reflection of that is our sales tax dollars are up, which allows us to reinvest that money back into our town where people might have gone to Russell and Conway, Little Rock to spend those dollars. Now they're spending them here, which generates revenue for us to invest back into this community, which we're trying to do through Park and Rec and other issues, which we've started work on the bowling alley. And we've got a lot of demolition done, so now we can start building back. Uh, the bowling alley company is coming this week to, to look at the bowling alley equipment and uh, see what what we need to get out. We've got some people interested in the old equipment that we're going to be taking out. So uh, things are falling into place there. Uh, we've got most of our park equipment installed. Now all we got left to do is take out the old, uh, put back the old swings. As you can see where that little caution, strip of caution tape is, that's where a set of swings will be. So you can just step off the sidewalk. Now you know all the playground equipment is pretty well connected with the sidewalk, which yep. was nice. We oh, didn't yeah. have that before and you know it's just amazing how many people are using the new equipment and it's also amazing when i go how many people come up and say thank you for the equipment yeah, that's good. that's really mm -hmm. felt yeah. good that that just and and they're not they're not uh asked by their parents they come up little kids just come up and say thank you for this new park yeah. equipment yeah, that's and great that, that makes you feel good oh yeah for sure for sure so a lot going on there um any timeline on the bowling alley opening still looking at summer hopefully that's what i'm hoping yeah. for you know uh it all, it all really depends on this equipment uh, the skating rink could get open earlier because there's not as much to do there okay. but uh love to have it open by summer okay and there was a lot of uh, i guess paving projects going to be taking place green and green street we've been doing a lot of work on green street you know to build a sidewalk and soon we'll be uh, installing a new curb and they've let that project that's a state overlay grant where they the state helps you uh, they give you three hundred thousand dollars and you have to pay the the difference but so north st joseph green from uh, moose all the way through to, and then bridge street out to the bypass and then branch from the bypass up to about uh, john payne drive will okay. be repaved Okay. And Good. then the state on their own will be milling out uh, Harding Street and paving all five lanes from the bypass to uh, North St. Joseph. And then we'll pave the, the rest of that over to Oak Street. And then Oak and Division will be milled out and repaved by uh, the state. And really that just leaves about Church Street left of the streets that they have in the city limits to be paved. Okay. Good. Yeah. So, a lot of paving is going to be going on this year. We're, you know, we're gearing up for the 2024 eclipse. Mm -hmm. So that will make our town look really great when you come in off the bypass and all the leading streets in the town will be paved and and looking good. And uh, uh, just we appreciate the state for what they're doing to help us out. You know, that's millions of dollars worth of paving from them. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, anything else? For us this morning no uh, we're off to a good start this year and uh, you know got some new businesses the crack house opened up mm -hmm. uh, so you know despite covid we are getting new businesses and yep. and uh, new things are going on there's a uh, you know the the uh, food truck park there across from yep. wilson jarrett funeral home is uh, getting underway and it's it's uh, getting 
some more work done to it. So, you know, things are moving. We're still get, getting people moving in here. Houses are still selling. And uh, so we're, we're off to a good start this year we're for good. 2022. Yeah, we can keep it, keep it rolling. Yes, sir. All right. Marl's Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks, Eric. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.